0: I would love to see you as a a therapist Where some some guy comes in I come into you and I say I just, I cannot get over All these years later, a decade later I cannot get over The broken heart and the disappointment That I felt from that last relationship That lasted a year and a half And you say to me You say to me Well have you tried getting into a bar fight And puking on the jukebox
1: I'm Don Hall And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast.
0: The Literate Apecast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast.
1: Alright, so David, Jesus Christ, you just showed me a picture of uh, of what I initially I thought was, uh, a, you know, like a, a, back, a back screen take, you know, an off screen take of Peter Boyle from fucking Young Frankenstein. It was actually your child. Do you hear him? Yeah. I do hear him with a giant motherfucking goose egg the Dude, size of his... he's broken. So what the fuck My happened? My kid broke.
0: Yeah, he, um... <laughs> you
1: hear that shit? I do hear him, yeah. (laughs)
0: Let's just try something. Let's open the door. He just
1: doesn't want to go to bed and it's Katie's turn?
0: Yeah, he does this thing. So Katie and I alternate nights on who puts Harry to bed because it's a marathon to to put him to bed now because he does this shit that you
1: can hear. Um, I mean, and and I'm not going to this thing is, I'm not suggesting No, tell me how to be a good
0: parent, Don. No,
1: I'm I'm, I'm I'm not going to tell you how to be a good parent. (laughs) I'm not going to suggest it. I just know that that when I behaved like that, my mom knocked the shit out of me, man. Yeah. When I when I when I threw tantrums like that, man, I got the fucking belt. And it doesn't I, and work. I'll tell you what. It, it doesn't well, work. Well, oh, no, it does. No, no. no, no. Fact, Here's why it doesn't work. Katie doesn't it have does any work. belts. Katie has no belts and she doesn't know how to make a fist.
0: So none of it.
1: I, know, yeah. I mean, my mom never punched me with a fist, but it was always the belt. <laughs> or she the always wanted to. Belt. Oh yeah. She always wanted yeah. to. But no, that's the thing. is like, I remember my mom, my mom, you know, cause I was, my mom tells a story about when she was pregnant with my sister. So I was probably three years old. So mm-hmm. I was Harry's age. Yeah. Yep. And, and I had, I had this Smokey the Bear hat. Right? <laughs> sure. Remember Smokey the, the Bear. Yeah, I was a member of the Smokey the Bear Club. Yeah. And uh, mom tells a story about one day we and we had and I'll I'll wax into the politically incorrect for a moment. We had a supremely retarded man that lived across the street and would sit on his porch. And <laughs> okay. he he loved that my mother was pregnant. For some reason the sight of a pregnant woman just made this retarded man just gaggle and giggle and guffaw like it was the funniest fucking thing I ever saw. So you got that, right? I also didn't like to take a bath. So my mom would spell out B-A-T-H, which I heard is H-E-H. So H-E-H was bath. Well, I wasn't going to take a fucking bath. So she gets me naked one day. Mm-hmm. She's fat with pregnancy. Retarded guys across the street sipping tea or whatever the fuck that guy's doing. And all of a sudden I put my smoke, I'm stark naked. I put that Smokey the Bear hat on and I fucking high kill it (laughs) the fuck out of there. Now my mom is out in the yard chasing me. Mm -hmm. Now she's fat with pregnancy. I'm naked with a Smokey the Bear hat and she's chasing me in circles and she can't fucking catch me. And I'm laughing like a fucking loon. So is the retarded man across the street laughing like a loon. And from the story, the way she caught me was she grabbed a stick and tripped me with it. (laughs) <laughs> and I Just fell flat, right fucking face spokes. first. And yes, she did, stuck in my sponge, yeah. flat on my fucking face. The hat went flying. I squalled like a fucking monster. She picked yeah. me up, gave me a goddamn heh. I'll tell you that much. Sure. Ain't no dicking around. Mom <laughs> threw a fucking. I would. Like, I would do the Batman same thing. spoke yeah. at me. Jeez. Yeah. I would. I would. I would
0: throw a stick at him. Well, not at him, but I, yeah, I would. I would totally trip him. I was thinking as you were telling the story. I'm like, what would I do? I'd I'd get the hose, the garden hose. There you and go. Like whip it around. <laughs> whip it
1: around his neck. So How A Scorpion did he from, get, from Mortal Kombat. If, yeah. So you don't beat the child when he acts no. like that. No. Every we don't. night you you've you've resigned yourself to the fact that he's gonna scream and squall every single night. Well, so you didn't obviously like this. hit I, him to give him the goose egg. How'd
0: he get that goose egg? The hitting well, the hitting is just an expression of your own frustration. Like there's nothing that my when my parents hit me with the belt or the spoon or whatever I, None of that stuck with me other than like, why are you guys dicks? And that didn't really even hurt. Mommy, oh, hi. Dad, hi, sweetie. My lamp back in my bedroom. that lamp back in. Honey, you need to go to right bed be back in. I'll come in, in a little bit. Go with Mommy, let Mommy rock you, and then get in bed. Go and shut them, and then I'll come in a little bit, okay?
1: you put, put my lamp back in? you put my bed
0: back in? Your what back
1: in? Oh my lamp. Oh, no, sweetheart. If yeah. you It's not a good lamp away because you weren't getting a good boy. Sweetheart, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. I, I love you. You need to go to bed, Harry. No. It's time for bed. I know where I can go. I know where I can go. Harry, you need to go to bed, sweetie. I'm not
1: here to tangle the child. David is now taking his child. And he is, uh, you know, and. I'll say while well, he's off mic, uh, I I don't advocate hitting children, but I know that if I had them, I'd have a belt. There'd be you know, and it's probably good th- good reason I don't have a baby. But I'm telling you what, my mom whipped my ass. I was you I deserved you it. it he just
0: has to cry it out. I know. He don't
1: just you has think to
0: we can out. come up with some more creative ways to like beat our children? You know, like.
1: Oh, I, I, don't know, I definitely, out of the house. I definitely cre- come up with creative ways once they're old enough to fucking be able to do it. Figure
0: out how to make them chase a parked car.
1: Yeah, whatever, park that's park. what my grandpa did. Yeah, you know, he yeah, was yeah. creative, creative way of dealing with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like, that's it, it the thing, the image is, I know he is having a grandma freaking <laughs> seizure, man. He is having a grandma freaking seizure. Dana oh. and I were sitting here talking about it while you guys were with us about how I would beat my children. And she's like, you know, we could come up with more creative ways, you know, than, than just beat the shit out of them. I said, no, I am going to beat the shit out of them. But and yeah, when they're old enough to be grave, because my mom didn't <sighs> spank me my whole life. At a certain point, she took shit away from me that mattered, like my car keys and stuff like that. And that was a better punishment than whipping me. Yeah, but uh, but when I was little enough, and it's not like she damaged me. It's not like you know, other than the trauma. The trauma. No, I there's need no therapy. Th- I mean, yeah, like, and there's a difference. It's just like she spanked me, hitting your I kid was a and dick. spanking. Yeah, and I. Yeah, it's different.
0: We don't do because right now he's flipping out. If we were to hit him, he would cry even more. And it's just it's just the same problem, just exacerbated. So right now he's yeah, in but his next room, time he wouldn't go cry to bed, as much. It's called
1: deterrent. It's called detente.
0: Ignore him. And just called let they him try it You're out.
1: Russia. You're Russia. He's well, America. You get as many nuclear well, he's weapons. Sure, as shit he has cries them. like America
0: does. <laughs> big
1: <laughs> fucking baby. All right. So Dude, how did he get the goose egg? So he was at school
0: and you know daycare, and they were getting ready to go out for their their afternoon walk to the park, and he was spinning himself around in circles. Uh, oh, okay, that's fun. I you used know, to do he that. he likes to make himself dizzy. Like he's like even when kid. I was fifty, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I still sometimes do it. Like, yeah. Dizzy sometimes you get, is a great game. you get dizzy, fall on your fucking face. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, so he's getting what I call toddler drunk. And, <laughs> and he gets done spinning. So he loses his balance and falls head first right into a table. So it's like four o'clock. It's near the end of the day. Katie gets a call from the school. And apparently this is what they say. Harry had an accident. He he was uh, running around in circles and he fell and he bumped his head. He's crying a lot. There's no blood and he's he's currently conscious, which is like well like currently God, conscious
1: yeah when with right? currently conscious yeah now now, now there's now it, that's like saying everything's fine. There's just blood in the urine. Whoa
0: yeah yeah he's currently fine. conscious. He's still, he still has one of his of his two arms and half. <laughs> And half of his two legs. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Like, so she, you know, school is like less than half a mile away. So she jumps in the car and she goes to get him. And I expect them back in a few minutes, but they don't come back. So I'm starting to get like worried, like, oh shit, did they have to go to the ER? Is like, is he, is he fucked up? (laughs) And then so I texted her, you know, is everything okay? What's going on? Something like that. And then, like, 50 minutes later, she texts back that picture I showed you of his gigantic dark purple it's,
1: it's a It's like a fucking lump. goose egg, man. It's yeah. huge.
0: So she had just been, like, in the car on the phone with the doctor, you know, making sure there wasn't a concussion.
1: All, you, right, know, all and right, he's
0: And all he's right. totally fine now. Of and course it, he is.
1: You know, the, the thing, this is the thing, yeah. you know, and maybe, and maybe again, this is, you know, me, you know, Don from the 80s kind of <laughs> waxing poetic about my, you know. but The, the, the know, good the old thing days when is, mom would hit me. Well, you know, I mean, the thing about it is that, you know, that's the joke. But babies know, could take a
0: punch back when mom, babies it's not, were yeah, men. Yeah, it's not
1: like mom punched me or anything <laughs> like that. In fact, my stepfather used to knock me down the stairs and I went, I had several concussions because of well, the kid's stepdad. Was a, yeah, but. He was a fucking monster. But my mom, well, but I mean, there's difference between it was, the stepdad kicking me down the stairs and mom who and loves mom, you. Mom spanking, spanking you. me. Yes. And, and yeah. if she, it was never a spanking that was a lasting, you know, she wasn't spanking me because she wanted me to hurt. She was spanking me to give me to provide a deterrent from my behavior, and she admitted she admitted she did admit years later. Sometimes she just spanked me because it made her feel better. Yeah, it's getting that frustration (laughs) out. Honestly, you think I don't want to sometimes just fucking throw Harry through the wall? Yeah, you know. I mean, I I think yeah. You know, but this is the thing: is is uh, Harry's gonna? I mean, the it's amazing I survived life because. Mom was working three jobs most of the time, so yeah. I really was a latchkey kid. I was out kind of fucking doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do whenever I was doing it. And, and I mean, again, she swears up and down it was not a septic ditch, but it was a fucking septic <laughs> ditch. I used to play in a goddamn septic ditch. I had yeah. no idea it was a septic ditch. I just thought it was a ditch, and so it was another world. I remember walking to my Aunt Vicki's house one day. Oh, God, I was probably... 11? I don't even know mm-hmm. how old I was. Yeah. But I had a, an aluminum baseball bat, and I walked, and it was, I mean, from my mom's house to my Aunt Vicki's house was probably 13 miles. I mean, this is an all-day walk, right, yeah. for a kid. So I'm walking through ditches in Wichita, Kansas, and the game I'm playing, now think about this, think about your child. No helmet, there's yeah. no, you know, just out in the world... You're not wearing a coat, just out. And what I was doing is every time I saw a bottle that had been thrown into the ditch, that became my enemy. And so I was hunting bottles. So I'm literally, (laughs) all the 13 miles, smashing glass everywhere. Yep. You know? And it's like, the idea that a child today would even be allowed to do that by a parent is ridiculous. And it's like, you know what? I had a lot of fun. I didn't damage myself. Did I get cut? I'm sure I did. I don't remember. Yeah. but look at Harry's head,
0: you know. The so. world
1: is, the world, the world, it, it what it reminds me of is like, the, it's the concept is that the world is filled with creatures that their only purpose is to kill you. Yeah. And so if you can't learn how to survive and take a couple of hits, yeah. you're not going to survive when things, when the zombie apocalypse right. comes. Generation Z is fucking getting eaten first. It's not the old fat people. It's the fucking Generation Z because they're they're gonna look at the zombies as they come out and say no, don't you harass me, don't you? And then all of a sudden, you just you know, and you're dead, and that's it. That's a little. That's a little old man yelling at the
0: grass. But I yeah yeah, I but get I little, do. I g- get a little. I I agree. I yeah. yell at
1: the clouds a little bit. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Um, it was funny because I was thinking. I think this morning, maybe even in the shower. That about for some reason I was thinking about malls and how malls aren't a thing anymore. And I used to love malls, man. And that I remember going, you know, I would go to the mall with my friends and just my parents would drop us off and whatever. I think I started going by myself when I was like twelve or thirteen. That to me right now that seems insane, right? I mean, the but thing about it is, is oh, I, I know I used to malls go to the mall. I was thinking about myself when I was nine. That's, I was thinking what about is? I was reading the news in the shower that's what I was doing and it was just, I was reading a story about the mass shootings and I was like fuck man like going to the malls like I, you could get shot I mean you could always get shot at the mall, but like it seems like a more <laughs> tangible thing now so thank god we don't have malls anymore but like yeah like would I if malls were still a thing would I feel comfortable sending Harry to a mall at age 12 no and here's why because I want to be there with him when we're shot to death
1: yeah okay there you that's, go that's that was my route, watch, um, like, that was my when you watch like stranger journey. things <laughs> think about stranger yeah. things right and then jump cut to et those kids okay. yeah. are like eight to ten years old yeah. and they go out on their bikes and they're flying over the fucking without yeah. without helmets without pads they've got these fucking yeah. bikes and they are just booking around being chased by the you know some alien police yes. whatever it happens to be <laughs> you know but, th- but even if name. they weren't involved in these uh you know vast conspiracies involving aliens and other worlds they're still out there on yeah. their bikes all by themselves i mean that's what the lost boys is all about this is there yeah. there is there there has been a change um yeah. you know and it was interesting because uh and this isn't one of my recommendations but today uh matt tabby uh Put out a, a piece talking about uh, the the. There's a documentary about the former head of the ACLU.
0: Oh. Okay. Um.
1: This is the guy. This was the guy that actually was in charge of the ACLU when they let the Nazis, when they fought for the Nazis to build a march in Skokie. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, and and how, and so Matt's, you know, his 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 old man yelling at the clouds is basically that style of liberalism is, is dying on the vine for your, for a more puritanical approach. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that's very interesting, and I just actually bought a book by David Sirota, because um, I was like, oh, this 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 actually sounds very interesting, so I'll, t- I'll let you know how it is. But the book that I bought, that I, ch- I you know, you, you knew me. I'm from the 80s. I wrote a book called <laughs> Problematic Movies of the 80s. This is called... It's by David Sirota. It's called uh, Back... Jesus Christ. Dogs, babies, motherfucker, man. man. Don't come here. Stay single, everybody. It's called Back to Our Future, How the 1980s Explains the World We Live in Now, Our Culture, Our Politics, Our Everything. And part of his argument, as I read the synopsis, is that uh, prior to the 80s we were idolizing the 60s and we were you know mm-hmm. in the midst of the 60s and 70s and it was all about an anti-authoritarianism was against the conservative party you know it's like right. all the, the like the movies the music the television was all sort of the counterculture of the 60s kind of dealing with the conservative conservative nature of the 40s and 50s of that generation but then when you hit the 80s and i hadn't even thought about this but he makes the case, and it's not a bad case that even Back to the Future is an an idealization of sort of the manliness of the fifties. Well, yeah, and this
0: is very this is very basic human. Well, nature. it's
1: it's basic stuff, but it, but the idea that I say I'm from the eighties. Well, yeah, we I, you know I grew up with it's, it's Rambo and it's Die yeah. Hard right. and it's like fucking you know, and it's it the the the, uh, the rebels, the rebellious nature anti the counterculture was Alex P. Keaton who loved yes. Reagan and had right. a picture of Nixon on his wall you know I mean it's like okay that was a flip and I don't even that's not I remember I was an Alex P. Keaton at one point but well it's I fascinating to me Alex how P. that Keaton. changes. I
0: look back on it now and I'm like oh my god I don't want to be Alex P. Keaton but I wanted to be Alex P. Keaton then because he was confident and he was cool and he was in Back to the Future,
1: and he wore you know, sock like, ties, man. He like, wore sock ties. Remember sock ties? Oh, I have sock ties. The knit ties. Yeah, I have. I have several. Yeah, love them. Do em. you wear them? Sure. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I do.
0: You wear them. I sometimes dress like a like a nineteen eighties conservative yuppie prince. I'm going yeah.
1: so you've got, you've got your button down yeah. shirt, yeah. you've got your eyes <laughs> thing, you've got your 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 knit. Your knit tie and your no
0: socks and boat shoes. And I only date women named Buffy whose nipples have a net worth of $14
1: million. Yes. I kind of like the 80s when you describe it that way. Damn some rich ass titties.
0: (laughs) But yeah, like I... It's it's the... We've hit the stage of uh, nostalgia. I mean... That's what it is. We're like, always in nostalgia. In the 1980s, 80s, they were looking nostalgia. back. They were looking back 25, 30 years, going, ah, remember when that was the time? And here we are, 25, 30 years later. What's what is the big fashion again? The 90s. Yeah. The yeah,
1: 90s saying, are I mean, the nostalgia hotpot, or the late a, the late a,
0: the 80s, 90s, early 90s. It's yeah. a generational thing.
1: Now, I, yeah. I have a question for you because we talked a little bit about this last week, and and, and we touched on it. And you have more, uh, I'd say, recent experience with this one of the things that i've and and, you know maybe i could be wrong maybe it's just the internet exam sort of exaggerating it Mm -hmm. you know maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it's just that i'm reading about it more so it it seems like there's a lot more of it but that's that's not really what the data shows so whatever yeah it seems like right now and understanding that we just you know we're, we're still in now i guess we get a fourth wave of the pandemic here we're still in this pandemic so understandably but it seems like there's more therapy, more antidepressants. I just, dude, I just I just fucking read about, um, and, and this is going to be one of my reads, is they now have therapy apps for <laughs> your phone yeah. that they say is just as good. NPR, mm-hmm. on NPR, they advertise that this is just as good as real therapy. And mm. so my question is, what does this rise in therapy and antidepressant and anxiety and so well, what does this say about our society?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think and I don't know what the app is that NPR was talking about, but what they might have been talking about was uh, uh, teletherapy.
1: Oh, okay. which when, you know, what, which
0: is it's it's I mean it's they have a, Zoom there is therapy, an app, so I don't it's I don't Zoom know and there's on apps the that it's just but it's yeah. basically Zoom therapy. It's this. It's what you and I are doing right now. You're on one end of the screen. I'm on the other. We talk. Whatever, you know, that's... So, so again, the, yeah. going to my question, no, yeah. you're,
1: you're a big... I mean, you're a proponent of therapy. I, I am. I understand I, that. I is. am. Yeah, it works I've... for you. So, but, yeah. But, I mean, I remember... and I This don't... is when I was going through my midlife crisis and I was dating women half my age, but what I noticed was I'd go to these parties with fucking 20-year-old women and men, and instead of bragging about, you know... The shit they, you know, I, I remember remember the eighties. What we bragged about was getting in bar <laughs> fights <man>. and surviving, <laughs> and and you know, I drank and vomited all over this thing. Here's the mung rag. I survived. I fell off a building and didn't die. What they bragged about was their recent, most recent cocktail of anti anxiety medication. And I thought, what the fuck are you bragging about this stuff? So I would love to see you as a as a therapist, where some some guy comes
0: in, I come into you, and I say, I just I cannot get over all these years later is a decade later i cannot get over the broken heart and the disappointment that i felt from that last relationship that lasted a year and a half and you say to me and you say to me well have you tried getting into a bar fight and puking on the jukebox
1: that is actually not no actually that's pay not my for advice that. here is my that advice would probably was- work here was my advice, and uh, my friend Erin in Chicago years ago uh, was really angry. She didn't speak to me for a good solid two months after I gave her this advice. I mean, she was pissed <laughs> off at me. Um, <laughs> but she had just had this really bad breakup, and she'd been for like six months just in mourning over this breakup. Yeah. It just fucking, just, good Christ, sad sack, God damn it you know and, and i just kept my opinion to myself because sometimes i do that for the most part i do keep my opinion myself she came she said i just don't know what to do i said are you asking for some advice and she said yes i said okay then I want you to understand that that was the last relationship you're ever going to have. That's it. You're alone for the rest of your fucking life. You will never find another person who will ever love you like Adam did. You're done. Give up. And I mean, she got pissed at me. That's fair. I mean, she didn't talk to me for two months. But what she discovered after a while, she kind of forgave me of my... And then later on, she she realized I was absolutely right. Because as soon as she just kind of really let that sink in and decided, okay, I, there's nobody for me. She stopped looking. She started just being herself, just living her life. And then she found a guy that really loved her because she was so happy She's being st- by sure. herself. Yep, yeah. You know, and it's was like, all right, so I'm not, you know, but perhaps perhaps I am the tough love guru in that way. I'm not going to say nah. that the best idea is go get a bar fight. Now, there might be some people that could use a good bar fight. A lot of people could use a good bar fight. I think a yeah. lot of the the problems...
0: A lot of your problems could be solved with a punch in the face, just to bring you down.
1: Well, here's the thing about punching you for in the a face. second. You know, why I always, I always recommend somebody getting punched in the face at I mean, least one time, not like repeatedly, because you yeah, yeah. start looking like Balboa um, or my son or your son with the goose egg. <laughs> yeah, but there, no, but I, I remember this. The thing is, like, I was there it, it was terrible softball, ter- baseball, terrified of the ball. Center field had no. You know, and coach hit me in the face with ball. He did. He fucking <laughs> threw the ball and hit me in the face with it. Mm-hmm. And his way of saying, and basically what he was saying is that's all right, you've been hit in the face with a ball. Now fucking catch the ball. Because he could see that I would not catch the pop flies because I was terrified it was going to hit me in the face. Yeah. Once that head hit me in the face, I went, oh, ow, that fucking hurt, but I can survive that. Here's I how never to was avoid a, that. Catch the fucking yeah. thing. I was, yeah. I was never really good, but it yeah. was I thought the lesson was appropriate and that, that's what yeah. I always say. It's, it's 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 a punch in the face is almost never as bad as you think it is unless it's right. Mike Tyson, you know, or somebody yeah. who's decided they're going to play that knockout game and sneak up behind right. you and sucker punch <laughs> you and hit you as hard as they can and kill you. Yeah. Um for the most part a punch is more like a slap. It generally doesn't have a whole lot of power behind it, and it's more shocking that it is actually painful. But a fat lip is not going to kill you. So to answer the your question, the goose egg isn't going to Jesus. kill you. All right, to answer my question, all right, we got to. <laughs> what do, are we talking uh, about? Holy crap! Yeah, so therapy. what is
0: what is wrong? With, what what is what is all the therapy and the antidepressants say about our well, not, 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 society? Not yeah, I'm not saying there's anything I, wrong with it. I'm simply no, saying I don't, it is existing. What does it say? I think that it says uh, people are. More uh, open to the idea of self-care, of taking a moment and pausing and looking inward and not doing, not doing the, their own therapy in external ways. For example, an external way of doing therapy is drinking a shit ton and going out and, you know, getting over a breakup by drinking a shit ton going out and fucking, going on a sexcapade, going on a sexual bender, which I think should be part of the process. I fully, fully support that recommended at every level. Uh but that's not the that's not the one solve. Like there's other things you have to do with it. You know, you can't you also can't just take a cocktail of antidepressants and think that all your problems are gonna go away. You've got to do that in as a way to manage so you have the the ability, the mental and emotional capacity to manage, to physically and emotionally manage what's actually causing all of the depression and anxiety and whatever else. So I just think that it says, you know, that we're just, we're paying more attention to ourselves in a less, uh, in a more, uh, less is more. So what I, uh, what I'm but hearing the other you thing say. Is, the other thing is this, I, oh, okay. I do think yeah. that there is the, the, the final note on this is that there's, you know, what's in vogue, right? Like Woody Allen, uh, uh, with a, a man with a, an unblemished record. I just wanted to pause for the groans. Um, you know, Woody Allen has been promoting therapy for a very long time. It's kind of a MacGuffin in Annie Hall, right? Wow. And, and he, I think he did that, and I, I was not alive when he was making his best films. I was not alive in 1977 when Annie Hall came out. Uh, but he was, doing, he was using therapy as, as a comedic device, because it was kind of a thing that, like weirdos did, or neur- neurotic Jews did, or, you know, upper-class n- New Yorkers did, that was the joke. But to the rest of us now, like it's, it's kind of like yeah, we all go to therapists. We'll find a therapist in any way we can. Sometimes our therapy is Facebook. Sometimes our therapy is the counselor.
1: You, you you know, and, know. and and I'll, and maybe this is just a lens. I, I, maybe it's Facetime. And and I, what I'm hearing you say is is instantly being translated in a way that I automatically want to slap you. <laughs> um, like right across the fucking face. Because whenever yeah. I hear the term self-care, unless my wife says it ironically, I want to punch people in the fucking nads. Because what I hear when I hear <laughs> self-care, what I hear, and, and I think you're right, is I remember in the 80s, It was dubbed the Me Generation. Jesus
0: Christ. We need to rename this podcast. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Don from the 80s. But there is nothing,
1: there is nothing, there is no generation (laughs) and a combination of generations more narcissistic than today, because all it is, is look at me, look at my problems, look at my self care. I mean, when people are going online and saying, see, I'm practicing self care. I, I was like, who the fuck gives a shit? If you're gonna take a nap, I don't take self care. I eat something and I take a fucking nap. But Don, I that's self care. Sure, but I don't call it self care. I say I'm going to take no, a fucking fine. nap.
0: It, that's it's semantics. Because <laughs> I'm with you. Like self care is a dumb fuck. I say it. It rolls off my tongue because I, I use I, I know, it on in my daily conversations. I, uh, this thing when you my, said My it, daily
1: work even. I I felt I felt the like the the Star Wars like uh, Death Star walls the two doors shutting yeah. on your face as you said when you said self care went I'm not listening I'm but not and I done, had to pry them open I yeah. had to pry them open to keep my mind yeah. open because you said it and I wanted to punch your head no, I,
0: I get it and this give is, you a I, goose egg like Harry but self care is it, it it's, okay So this is kind of my point like it's this is the kind of thing that's in self care is in vogue right now It's a very cool thing to do. All self care is, strip away the, the 2021 version of it. All it is, is going to the fucking bar, having a beer and a shot, if that's your thing. Taking a fucking bath, rubbing one out on the car in traffic See, on the 94. Well, the thing like, is, whatever, I, I, whatever you got to just make I, sure you're doing the shit you got to do. I appreciate it. So you don't blow it, your fucking when, brains out or shoot the up. The thing a, about a, it is, when I, self-care, when I hear
1: self care, when I hear self care, and when I hear, and this, and then I guess maybe this is my, my, uh, yeah, and actually I don't really have a problem with it I'm I'm sort of a free free I'm a freedom of choice kind of guy all across but whatever whatever you need to do to make yourself yeah. feel better, I don't give a shit. That's why I think drugs should just be legal across the board. Yeah. I mean they they legalized every drug, every drug in Portugal, and their overdoses went down by like ninety-five percent. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, if you got, dude, if it makes you feel better to do your mushrooms and fucking bathe in a goddamn public, I don't, as long as you're not hurting anybody. I don't Wait, bathe in way way a goddamn public what?
0: Pool. Or oh, I'd fountain. love to do mushrooms fountain. right now
1: and my, bathe in a public my, fountain. I would kill. Like, I was like I in the Bellagio take, fountain is what I was thinking,
0: yeah. I would take the life away from somebody's child, adult or otherwise. I don't even care for the opportunity to right now take mushrooms and bathe in a public fountain.
1: Like in the Bellagio fountain, I'd take
0: Wicker Park's fountain. Right I don't even think that grand. I just oh, I, just I want need, the grand. If I'm going to be naked sound in public, of the I want the splashing.
1: Be, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But I'm saying, do what you got to do. Yeah. But there is something that is uh, fundamentally elitist and uh, highly educated and very white collar. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Are you calling me smart? Well, about self care because I got to tell you, yeah. the coal miner and the guy that works at the fucking uh, you know is the the Cox Cable guy that uh, you know and the guy that works in the factory that makes I don't know fucking iPhone cases whatever that guy yeah if you go to him and say hey self care he's gonna punch you in the fucking neck and then he's gonna go get his beer you know what I mean it's like well, and, the, and, the, and the, then what I would say the, there is something my about that phrase is, I the would phrasing say, there's something about that phrasing yeah, I, that is I get you. intentionally. Yeah. Alienating and unnecessarily so. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, okay, I, I yeah, you I, I agree.
0: It doesn't make you me know?
1: feel important. It just, it makes no. It does. I'm not talking about you in general. In general, it's, it's, a, it, 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 it's an elitist, it highly intellectualized version of take a nap, get a drink.
0: Well, no, it's not. Go rub, it's rub not, one out. It's not just take a nap, get a drink. It's, it's the talk to a friend. It's, it's whatever you need to do to make yourself not fucking crazy. That's it. What it is, is it's taking... If you're camping and you put a pillow, you sleep, you've got your sleep, you set up your tent, sleeping bag, pillow, maybe a rolled up pair of jeans, whatever, but like you're, you're roughing it. That's your version of taking care of yourself. That's your version of taking a nap and, get, and sure. having a beer. If you're doing self-care... That is pitching a tent, blowing up your air mattress, getting under your, you know, your your organically sourced sleeping bag. It's just, it's a unnecessary it's, but fruit well, version well, is, of same again, I'm going the, the same thing. It's the same thing. thing. I'm, I'm yeah.
1: going right back to it, the way you describe it. The way you describe it is one doesn't cost any money and the other one... Is very expensive. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. If you, no, no. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go, you know, sleep in the street and do your thing, whatever you got to do. If you're gonna go pitch a tent with an air mattress, you know how much an air mattress costs, and where the electricity. Depends on what kind of air mattress do. it is. You got to plug it into your fucking Prius. I mean, there's there is a oh, classism. You get a battery operated one or a foot pump. I'm just saying. You don't know much about a,
0: camping, do you?
1: No, not at all. Uh, okay. There's a classism <laughs> implied <laughs> in the phrasing and. That is, I think that's an interesting. Says the I'd guy who wants to it. plug in his camping mattress. <laughs> well, I don't know what you do. I don't. Don't you have to? Ha- you have to air an air mattress up, don't you? You can <coughs> use your your muscle arms or your muscle feet to pump not it your up. people, not 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 the people that are going to do it with their they're, they're camping in their backyard. <laughs>
0: Hang on a second. I camped in my backyard when I was a little kid, and there's nowhere else to go, and that's
1: fun. Yeah, when, you when you're a little a tent in there's there's your nothing backyard. Wrong with yeah. that. You're, when you're a grown ass adult. Now, here's the thing I have, and this is, again, it, it, you know, but again. You're, wait a minute. Therapy,
0: We're talking about very different things, though. You're talking the, about what it takes for you to, to feel good. The ultimate goal of therapy or self-care Yes, tell me whatever.
1: what the old, Tell no, no, no. See, I think therapy and self-care are two different things, but okay. Let me, they let me phrase it this be. way. Because self-care the, shouldn't, shouldn't cost that much. What, what do
0: you, what is your goal when you're like, I need a nap, I need a, a beer? That,
1: if that's I'm your. I'm tired and I want a beer. So if I you're ever frustrated with your life,
0: if you're ever concerned, you're in, a, you're in a depression, you're in your... I know those don't happen to you on, a, on the weekly like they, a lot of us. Well, They don't happen on the weekly, <laughs> but when they do, I, I sleep. I take a nap. Okay. All right. So that, that's your thing to help you get through your other shit. Sometimes, you, maybe you, you write about it. You write your shit out, right? You, I do write my you, shit out. You yeah. excise the demons in that way. Arguably. Just give me
1: this. Sure, Just give me this one thing. And you know, okay. the beautiful thing is, the beautiful thing is, taking a nap or writing things out didn't cost me a dime.
0: No, that's fine. That's totally fine. Because that works for you, and that is that's what we want. The goal of therapy is for those of us who. That's not the only thing that we need. Like, I try to write it out. I try. I take my naps. I go on. I, I exercise. I, you know. I. I. Whatever the hell else I do, I write. Whatever the hell else I do to get through my shit, I talk to my therapist on every Tuesday night. How much?
1: How much do you? How much does your therapist charge you?
0: I honestly couldn't even tell you off the top of my head because it just comes directly out of my health savings account through work. Well, what we, do you think?
1: What do you think? What do you uh, think? Just, just give it. Give it. Give it. One hundred thirty bucks. One hundred thirty bucks an yeah. hour. I can guarantee okay. to you if every time I decided to take a nap, I had to pay someone $130 to do it. I'd never take a fucking nap again because my wife would staple my fucking eyelids open.
0: But the thing is that taking a nap and talking to a therapist is not the same thing. They might no, go to the same it end, but it's not the thing. It, it's it, not it not accomplishes the same, the same goal. But it accomplishes but it's not the same I know
1: for- that's be- you I I completely agree because some people taking need, a nap you don't have to pay anybody 130 to take a nap But
0: some people need things that aren't take You don't need a bra I you well know. okay let me back up <laughs> You don't need the same kind of bra as Dana <laughs> as Dana needs Dana no, does actually the same kind of bra She's, that she's Katie
1: doing it She's doing a patient thing where she has to get like a... a, a like Stop it. A, a, you're an, doing an, it. An adhesive, you're flavor-flaving it. Nope. You're flavor-flaving it. No. no. We're no. going to flavor-flaving it. You're
0: taking this argument to a different... We're talking about no, something. I just, you're you're, you're a yeah, yeah, shiny I thing, flavor-flav. Well, the
1: bra, the bra thing was funny to me. You started with the bra, so I had to go because well, What I'm saying
0: is that not all breasts are made the same they all need to be support need quote unquote i mean you know but breasts let's just say for the sake of argument that breasts yeah. need to be supported because otherwise they're too heavy and it's bad on the back so we breasts applaud need them. to be supported we
1: applaud them in every way we say good good titties good titties that's support don't say that you'll get arrested you'll lose your you will get arrested job? I'll, suddenly, I'll suddenly be in a in a cell with matt gates so dude <laughs> That guy fucking sucks. And that I don't guy care sucks. How, I don't care how they
0: get him. Don't just care get, I get him. him. Just get him. him. <laughs> just, he's, just such just dude, he's such a turd. He's such oh, a He's no, Yeah,
1: I agree with that. But I no, agree with that. And,
0: and honest, the guy, dude. If you ever end up in a cell with Matt Gates, I will, I will put my life on the line to break
1: you out, just to put you in a different cell in the same jail. <laughs> oh no! The the thing about it is, I'm, I'm, I would, I don't know if I'm the least gay person, but I'm definitely. Not on the gay spectrum, but if I were in a cell with Matt Gates, oh, Matt's getting fucked in the ass. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and not Matt's always with your fussed. penis, sometimes with your Oh, foot no, it's going to be full the fisting. fisting. There's going fist. to be a fucking tennis shoe up his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy sucks. Maybe there's a pair of orange pants, a jumpsuit, perhaps. That just yeah. yeah. Maybe I just get a belt off and I'll spank him. Ooh, there you go. So what the hell were we talking about? Oh yes, you were fla- <laughs> see, you flavor Flaved it. You flavor thing. I did not flavor flave. It was just. I was riffing. So what I'm saying is, boobs. So we're talking riffing. about boobs and bras and how boobs need yes. support and all boobs not created equal. <laughs> Dana needs a different bra than you need. You need a different bra than Katie needs. Katie needs a different bra than my mom needs. My mom needs a different bra than my my. Now, wait dentist. a minute. Why are you <laughs> in this bra? Why are you in this bra queue, dude? I don't need no bra. I ain't got no titties. I don't need a bra either. I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt, and you were like, "Well,
1: maybe I do need a bra." You correct no, me on just, that one. I would just, uh, I would just laugh about it. I don't even, it's like, but you know, you go. All right, you need the... a bra. Dana needs a bra. Katie needs a bra. Her mother needs a bra. It's like, what? Fuck, you left yourself Forget out. Forget who needs it. The point is, boobs Lori are all Petty. But
0: you know, Jesus way, and Christ, and this is a problem. And I'm going to speak now officially. I'm going to speak for all women and their breasts. <laughs> Ah, yes. I love it cuz I've seen a couple commercials and I've lived with a couple of women and I know that a good bra is hard to come by. Because it's hard to fit the thing, it's hard to find the thing that works just for you, for what you need it for. Do you need it for running? Do you need it for sitting all day? Do you need it for big boobs, little boobs? Do you want your boobs to look great or just be comfortable? What's the whole there's a whole lot going on out there. So for as we try to keep ourselves from going crazy, some of us take naps, some of us take naps and see a therapist, some of us see a therapist and take drugs and take naps, some of us drink heavily and beat
1: the shit out so of our you kids don't think, and see a so therapist. Going back to the original question, you don't, what do you think the fact that, because I'm again, I really don't I think we're just like, if are just therapy, talking it's fine. About it I have more. my yeah, I yeah. have my attitude about therapy, so you just think that you don't think it's more people needing therapy, you think it's that. Therapists have just gotten really good at marketing themselves. I I think that it's more socially acceptable. That's all. I don't think it
0: means anything. I think that people that had needed therapy before, because I mean, I I worked in the healthcare industry for a long time and a lot of what I worked on was uh, writing to get around the stigma of of mental health, uh, mental health treatment and getting, getting, seeking treatment in a therapist, a psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, a counselor, whatever it is, a support group. Whatever. Um, you know, and there is no shame in it. Like, do what you got to do. Uh, so I think it's always been there. I just think now it's less stigmatized, so more people are doing it. That's all. I, don't th- I really don't think it means anything. All right, Simeon Cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing to do this week is see a therapist, you fucking crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, talk to somebody, you fucking goon. Uh, no, my first thing is... Uh, this could be it, but this could be a form of therapy, a form of self-care, if you will. It's a watch. It's on Netflix. It's called Echo in the Canyon. Uh, this is a documentary about the sound that came out of Laurel Canyon in the 1960s, s, uh, like the folk folk rock and roll. So the Birds, Buffalo Springfield, um, and and they interview Tom Petty and the Mamas and the Papas. and Michelle Phillips is the only one still alive. But it's it's a really if you like that kind of music, if you like that you know music history. Um, if you like that era, it's really, really cool. The one drawback to it is that Jacob Dylan executive produced it, and oh, Jacob wow. Jacob Dylan has about as much charisma as the tripod that the camera was standing. Yeah, I've on. seen
1: I've have seen him in interviews. He is he is a dull. He, he is, is dull, a dull and style. he
0: doesn't need to be the star here because he's talking to David Crosby. So he's like, like, watching, like, let, let he's Crosby like shine.
1: Th- he's like watching Jesus. an
0: animatronic thumb. Yeah, yes. A broken yeah. animatronic thumb. Yeah, yeah. But it's still it's still a good watch. It's, it's a still quick worthy. film. It's you know the music is cool. Uh, so yeah, it's called Echo in the Canyon on Netflix.
1: All right, my first thing is uh, an article. It is the cover story of of New York Magazine. Um, it is called the Therapy App Fantasy. An overwhelming demand for professional counseling has spawned slickly marketed companies promising a service they cannot possibly provide by Molly Fisher. It is absolutely worth the read. It's a little bit of a longer read. But, and again, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, it's not weighing like what is good or bad about therapy. Yeah. It's, that, it's that, you know, this, this overwhelming demand lately is spawning the grifters uh, looking to capitalize on it, so well, this it's worth this, reading. Uh, yeah, and I'll have to
0: check that out because I think it sounds like now versus what I said at the beginning that the app might be different, or that what, this app thing that they're talking about is different than the, yeah. the telehealth that uh, you know that, that we know that we know does work and that has existed since the nineteen sixties. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, my next thing is also read from the New York Magazine or from New York Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by, oh shit, I didn't write down who it was by, I'm sorry, but Google New York Magazine the headline is, Sword Guys are a Thing, and I've had sex with all of them so this is a (laughs) stupid (laughs) essay uh, that comes, it was recommended to me by our good friend, uh, James Jed Ford, who's been on the Apecast before Uh, (laughs) he sent me a text with a link saying this is the funniest thing I've read Uh, and it's it's a hilarious encounter, this woman who just keeps fucking sword guys. And you're like, sword guy? No, we all know fucking sword. It's, it's a great, fun, stupid little read to help break the monotony of the,
1: the miserable week you're having. There you go. My second thing is from The Atlantic. It is a read. It is uh, by Helen Lewis. It's called The Identity Hoaxers. The sub headline is "What if people don't just invent medical symptoms to get attention? What if they feign oppression too?" And effectively, what this she and she gets in some 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 inf- interesting information about Baron about Munchausen syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know what Munchausen sure. syndrome is. and uh, and I didn't. What I didn't realize is that I mean I knew what Munchausen syndrome was, which is just like this these fantastic tales and all this kind of stuff. But that the reason it was actually. Uh, coined in 1951 by British physician Richard Asher was it was to, to describe patients who had no physical illness yet claimed to have it so that they could get the attention and, uh, and the services of a hospital, but they had nothing wrong with them. Mm. And so he, that, that was where I didn't realize that, and I thought that was pretty interesting. And she makes the case that there is now, again, now that, as you said, it's in vogue to be oppressed, that there are uh, there are not all, and that's again, it's not an argument that all people who claim to be marginalized are hoaxing, but there are now an entire class of people who are utilizing this identity fetish to claim uh, something that didn't happen to them, you know, or, hmm. or they have not experienced. So uh, that's that is uh, my second thing.
0: My third thing this week is for the third week in a row, it's a watch. <laughs> On Disney Plus, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This might be this might be the best MCU thing that's
1: happened. Well see that the thing about it is everything that happens, each new thing is the best thing that's ever happened. So Fair point, and and I was I was gonna
0: say that it couldn't have been it can't be this good without all of the other shit. That's what, it's what I'm like, saying. It's, it's like when I say about Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad,
1: but it could but, not exist without the brilliance of Breaking Bad. Exactly. So I yeah so I, I I'm with it and I and I wholeheartedly uh, concur. And my first thing is you know that I love Survivor. You know that I do. I love Survivor. And I, know, probably, I know. I know two things about you. You love Survivor, and you're from the, the '80s. I am from the fucking '80s. Um, I will now officially, since that drives you so crazy, I'll stop saying it anyway. Um, <laughs> I think it's implied. I think it's implied. <laughs> um, but no, this is a show. I finally found the show. What kind of '80s of the- man concedes so easily <laughs> like that? You
0: fucking pussy.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, what are you?
0: What are you chicken?
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I got to go get my bra. So, what am I going to do? Yay. And then I'm going to go tell. Then I'm going to go pay $130 to tell somebody about my insecurities, about my tits. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, All we do in therapy what? is talk about you. Oh, he's talking about. <laughs> um, but I love Survivor. But and one of the reasons I love Survivor is I love the fantasy of like going in and trying to survive on an island. And granted, hmm. that is not what Survivor is. It's it's way more Hollywood. It's way more curated. Yeah. But I discovered on Amazon Prime Video the fucking show. There are four seasons of it. It's called The Island with Bear Grills. This is the fucking bomb. I've never seen it. I've never even heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of this. Have you heard of this? I know. I know about Bear, but I don't know. No, about basically, the show. He, it's- he it's it's British. It's all British. But like the first the first season is uh, it basically he takes thirteen. Like regular dudes who've had no survivalist training. They get one day of survivalist training before they go. He takes them out to a fucking deserted uh, abandoned island in the Pacific Ocean (laughs) um, with a fucking jungle thicket and crocodiles and fucking snake. I mean, just they have a medical kit. They film themselves. they That's what I thought was the real kicker, was that they, that four of them are cameramen who have to endure the same thing. They film them fucking themselves, and they have to Selfie last six man. weeks. They have to last six weeks in the fucking wild. And they fucking starve to death. And they the water, and they have... It's just the most amazing, horrifying thing. Mm-hmm. And again, as we're having this conversation, it, it is one of the things that I've noticed... I've watched now two seasons of it. The first season is just 13 dudes. The second season is two different islands, 13, 14 dudes and 14 women. And they're all just God. regular people. And, you know, they, they're, they're, they're totally separate to see how they do. Third season is it's a bunch of men, bunch of women set on the, on the opposite end of the island and see if they come together. And if they do come together, what happens? So it's all this experiment. But one of the things that's been most interesting to me is there is an absolute... Like, like hard line between the younger generation and the older generation, and how they deal with this—the adversity of these experiences. I mean, you can't sleep, and if you sleep on the ground, you're going to get eaten by bugs, and you constantly have to work because you're (laughs) constantly having to fucking gather firewood. Because if your fire goes out, you're going to fucking die. Because if you don't have a fire, you can't boil your water, and then you have to find. I mean, I mean, it's just. The whole thing is the island is trying to fucking kill you. And your only job is to survive together. And one of the biggest things that I I think... I mean, there's a lot of things that come into it. But one of the things I think is really interesting is... Pretty much across the board, you always have someone younger. I mean, it's with the women... You just literally had one of the younger women just saying, I don't, I'm not going to vote for a leader because I don't like being told what to do. And when I'm told what to do, I just say, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. And I only do things. I'm only going to do work that benefits me. And it was, I mean, and the interpretation from the women on the island is she's fucking 20. She's a fucking asshole. And it's like, oh, this is fascinating to watch the generational shit mm-hmm. break down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. I think it's. I've I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, the island, the island with bear right. grills. I'm telling you, I, you gotta go. watch it. It is. It is. It is the. It is the show that I've been waiting to see for years. It's the show made for Don Hall. Well, the thing about it is, and that's one of the things. I hope. I would love to believe that I'm the 55 year old that sticks it out and at least it. That, and the the thing about it is. Even the best of them, there's no alpha males in these things. They, they yeah. no alpha females. They're ultimately, every, everybody that be, that comes in thinking they're gonna kick some ass, man, the fucking island just lays their ass low every mm-hmm. fucking time. But it is the dudes and the women who simply refuse to give up their fool's errand. That they're just going to keep doing that thing that they believe in. Those are the people who end up feeding the fucking tribe. They, they're the ones that find the water. They're the ones, you know, improbably. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I have a feeling I'd probably do a right Just because I'm so pig-headed that once I set my mind to something, I'm just going to keep doing it until I succeed. And the people that succeed in this. But uh, the alpha males never win. They they, they are humiliated, not by the other people, but by the fucking... This sounds like a a show perfect for today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like like I've never seen anything that was more timely that I discovered at a moment where it needed to be discovered. So I highly recommend it. There you go. And that's the
0: show. That's Don Hollis from the 80s with David Himmel. Tune in next week.
1: <laughs> you can listen to the Literate Ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to
0: literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.